Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope everything's, I mean, I just hope you're fine. And um, if this is your first time of coming in here, you're dropping by. Thank you for dropping by. Um, This is Musings with Jesus. It's um, a daily Christian podcast. Well, it's supposed to be a daily Christian podcast where we talk about faith, life, and love in the context of scripture, what I'm learning about myself and life, and how God just helps me through things. And um, so I haven't I haven't recorded for a while, or at least not as constantly as I should have. And I'm, I keep saying this every time. I just feel I need to apologize. It's still very much a daily Christian podcast that is not supposed to change. There's just a lot going on. And, you know, I'm just trying to really keep... So, like I, I was saying, there's just been a lot going on. And, um, well, anyways, we're here. And um, there's a lot that I think is going through my mind just generally about life and and things and just going through things. And, and you know, and it's, you know, every day I, you know, the last, I think the last two musings I did, I did we, we did a musing talking about musings on the life of Job. And the lessons that we get from the life of Job. And I think one of my greatest aha moments from the last two years is realizing that life is not the way we have been taught it to be. I mean, the Christian life. And it's funny because it's almost like the truth has been staring me in the face all my life, but I never saw it. And, you know... Because when you look at the Bible, when you read the New Testament, Old Testament as well, but New Testament in particular, all you see on those pages is about this is this life is not your home, you know. Don't live here as though you're going to live here forever. There's you will face tribulation on this earth. Things are going to be tough. The enemy is going to come against you. He's going to try to steal from you. He's going to try to kill you. He's going to try to destroy you. But don't worry me. You have peace. You know, heaven You know, you, you are, heaven is your home. This place is not here for you. You'll be opposed by the enemy. He, you know, he's your adversary. He's lurking around, seeking whom to devour. We are warned against false prophets, warned against false preachers, warned against false brethren, warned against, you know, the, the sin, the flesh, the world. Everything about the scriptures from Matthew to Revelation wants the New Testament believer about how tough life is going to be on earth. But somehow, in the midst of those very clear verses, we came up with theology that painted this world as this wonderful place where God is going to bless you according to the... (laughs) I don't know. Where there's it's going to create one garden of eating experience for you here. Which is fine because God does do that. But the point is, the garden of Eden also had a serpent in it. And every one of us will always have to... One thing we will not escape on this earth is temptation, suffering, pain, loss, or grief. None of us will escape it. But the testimony is that in Christ, we are able to rise above. The Bible says do, we should not sorrow as though who do not have hope. Meaning that the, the Lord knows that there are times we will, you know, we will go through things that will make us sorrow. The loss of loved ones, the loss of friends, the loss of maybe things, situations, whatever. 
but that we should not sorrow as people who do not have hope. So for me, I think it's really helpful to me to know that a lot of what one faces on this earth is not because it's not necessarily because one is inadequate spiritually because we are living in an imperfect world. I think, I don't know about you, but for me, it is a very important message because I think the way I have been raised theologically is to think that if there's something going wrong in my life, that means I am not doing something right or there's something I should have done and I shouldn't have done. And that is not the truth. Scripture, because if so, why? that means that Jesus did things that were wrong, that's why he got himself crucified. It means the apostles too did what was wrong, that's why they were persecuted. It means Paul should not have preached when he preached, you know. I mean, really, the point is you can live your whole life not doing anything wrong, minding your own business. You could spend all your whole time, you know, doing your own thing. I mean, you could, you, you could spend your entire life not doing anything wrong, just minding your own business. I mean, you get saved and all of that. And still, stuff, people would, I mean, things would happen that you would not be able to explain why. It's just the way the world is. And for me, what I see in everything is what kind of, it's not what happens to you or what happens to me, but it's how it affects me and how I'm able to rise above that situation in Christ. I think that is what Christianity and being connected to God is. It's not me living a life whereby I'm expecting that this natural world will somehow reflect the perfection that heaven brings. It is inherently, how would I say, hindered and constrained in its ability to do that. But yes, I can make the best of a, an imperfect situation and God will help me do that. But nothing will change the underlying fact that it's an imperfect situation. This earth is not perfect. The fact that I have mortality in my body, the fact that you know, that is already an imperfection that is not, you know, or is, 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 is already an imperfection that you can't change. The fact that I'm limited in my knowledge, in my understanding of things, in where I can be, what I can say and what I can do, that already constrains me to the limits of things that are beyond, you know, my control and my expectation. So I don't know if I'm making any sense, but for me, I think it just helps to know that the most important thing for me to do is to make sure that I am on the right side of God at every point in time. And in as much as I aspire for things and to grow in other things, what should be most important is for me to be on the right side of God, for my relationship with God to be right and I'm doing the right thing, which is why I really need to get back to recording every day because I know that God wants me to do that. I think I worry too much about, okay, are people really, you know, is, is, is this making any impact, you know, and all of that. And, you know, I want to always record when I feel I'm really ready. And God is just about, you know what, whether you're ready or not, this is not about you. Just do this, you know, because this is about us and the work that we have to, to do, you know. And honestly, this is about the only thing I really do consciously and intentionally around ministry. So um, I guess I have no excuse. But I'm just beginning to realize that, okay, this is how life is. And... Um, but we carry on, and, and I think that's the thing. We, we, we continue to walk, we continue to do the will of God, and then God helps us on the way. He helps us. He sends cross bearers. He sends people that you know help us with the burdens. He lifts us up, but we go through, we trudge along. You know what I'm saying? It's like someone going, making a journey through the desert. The sand is there. You can't do anything about the sand. 
you know, the horrible weather is there, the dust, the heat, the humidity is there. But what God can give you is God can strengthen you. God can give you hope. God can, you know, make you believe in, in, in that journey. And he can sustain your life until you cross that very desert. And then he can also bring helpers to you as well. But he's not likely to remove the desert. You know what I'm saying? He, he may not remove the desert, but he'll make it easier for you to pass through it. But the most important thing is that whether you are, I am in the desert, I am out of the desert, I am away from the desert, or you know, at, the most important thing is that I must be with the Lord at all times. I must be a reflection of his glory. My heart must be seeking him. What is he saying? What does this mean? What does he want me to do? And it shouldn't, I shouldn't be so focused on this, the desert experience to the point that I miss the God experience in the desert. That's what I'm learning. And it's, it's not something I can say I have learned once and for all because I have been so socialized in this whole, if God loves me, then I shouldn't ever even be in a desert. Or even if I'm in a desert, you should take me out of the desert. There's nothing good that can come out of the desert. It's not true. The Joshua generation, I believe, I think they were born in the desert, in the wilderness, and they turned out to be the children who went into the promised land. So something good can come out of the desert. In fact, God is an expert on making good things come out of things that perhaps were not so good. But then it's about, do we give him the opportunity? What space does he have in my life to be able to bring something good out of something that perhaps was not good? So that's really where... You know, I'm, I'm, that's where my reflections are going. And I am just learning. Like I said, I'm not there yet because I still have that, oh, but certain things shouldn't happen. Why must this happen? I don't like it when bad things happen. I'm really, really spoiled like that. I don't like it at all. But I'm learning that rather than take it as an opportunity to start feeling sad, why is this happening? I should take it as a trigger to be closer to God, to hold him more and to just, you know, rekindle my relationship with him and just be like, okay, Father, what's happening? Where, you know, where, where have I missed you and all that? And I personally just, and I'm not saying missed him because I'm saying that that thing happened because I I didn't, but I, I generally find that whenever I feel a situation more deeply, it's, it's, it's an indication of distance between me and God because whenever he's near, honestly, nothing touches me. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, nothing, nothing, nothing touches me. So whenever I start feeling the heat, yes, then I know that I have strayed away from the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is always the red flag for me. Because otherwise, I, I don't feel the heat of things. You know, I, I, I may not even notice that I'm going through something that other people may be like, oh, how could she, you know, how could this be happening? But when I start feeling the heat, then I know that I've strayed away from my umbrella. You know, thank you, Holy Spirit, for that analogy. So now I, I'm feeling like, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit more heat than I should be feeling right now. So I know that, and I'm telling myself, maybe it's this podcast, I don't I have clarity, but I think I've just allowed life. And that's when, you know, there are three things that, there's a scripture that talks about, you know, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things entering in, the parable of the sower. Those three things, those are things we really need to worry about. For some, for people like me, it's, not, it's no longer the lust of the flesh. It's not really the lust of the eyes, but the cares of this life is what I battle with. That's what I battle with. And you would notice that those of you on this podcast, when things, you know, when my life, when things get complex, it's, it's difficult for me to, to record and to do this podcast. And it shouldn't be because what once the devil knows that what he's going to do is continue to bring on that complexity and get me involved 
I'm busy in things just so that I I don't, you know, I don't do what God will have me do. And, you know, I, I, I'm now realizing that probably I've taken on a little bit more of some work-related things than I should have because it's just taken over my mental space. And the agreement that I had with the Lord when I changed my working life and when God led me on that path was that I should make sure that, I mean, was to give him my time. And I don't think I'm, I think I failed on that. So I, I think that's what I'm realizing now. I, 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 I'm failing on that in many ways. Yeah. Even on my seminary work, I've been falling behind because other things have just taken up a lot of the space. So, um, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Holy Spirit. I, I, I get that. So I'll just leave it at that. I have no idea at this point what I'm going to call this recording. I had a couple of interruptions on the way. Um, so if it's a bit messy by the time it gets to you, please bear with me. I do hope you will have some crisp sound that you can um, relate to at some point in any case. So I'll leave it um, for there. I think maybe I would call it maybe dealing with the cares of this life or, you know, in me you have peace. I'll, I'll, one of those two, I'll, but, but I would choose one of those as the spirit leads but i think that's just it it's i think the crux and the heart of what god is saying to me now is that i need to be careful about the cares of this life and not allowing you know the 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 burdens of my present life to overshadow that which god will have me do at this time and i should remember that the essence of my life is about god his kingdom his blood and his word and i should never allow the temporary fleeting schedules of this present life to overwhelm that space because at the end of the day my life the sum of my life its whole and its parts is far bigger than the present that is actually disconnected to my eternity at the end of the day the eternal currency that i have is that which is invested in christ so on that note, I will leave it, and I am so grateful to the Lord for giving me this few minutes to do this recording. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and may the Lord help all of us to find the right balance in our walk with him, putting away the cares of this life, not being led or destroyed by the lusts of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, but living a life that is given to him in spirit, in soul, and in body. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen.